Okay, we're going to turn to page, like the last fourth page from the end. Uh, this is a new saver came out this year from Moshe Eisman. Moshe Eisman was a Mashkiach in the Yisrael uh, for many, many years. Uh, he's not well. Not really. I'm not sure how cognizant he is, etc. One of his grandsons put out from his shmuzen, uh different things on the parshiyos. Uh, he's a fascinating thinker. Um, so the name of the, the piece of the Parsha Riera is, is is idea of eternal eternal strangers. So he starts with the following: um, there is a Tzadikoyo that Yaakov and Esav, uh before they were born, they had this conversation while they were still in, in the womb. Uh, the um, that they they made an arrangement. Yaakov gets Elam Haboa and Esav gets Elam Hazeh. That was the arrangement. Okay. Um, so the uh, we have Parshas Parshas by Yishlach. So Yaakov comes back with this tremendous amount of Elam Hazeh. He has got a wife, four wives. He's got twelve. He's got eleven children. He has these flocks and flocks and flocks of animals, etc. And Asa says to him, and the Tumnus says, what are you doing with this? <coughs> that wasn't the deal. He goes, I get all of Elamhaza, you get nothing. You have zero in Elamhaza, and I get everything. So what, what's going on in here with all this stuff? So he says that Yaakov meets up with Asa. Asa takes a good look at Yaakov's camp. You can hear his jaw hitting the floor and his teeth clattering. My dear brother, I thought we made a deal. I'm supposed to say, what are you doing with all of this? What was Yaakov's answer? This Yaakov responded, heaven forbid, he was not encroaching in Asa's territory. As we explained in the last chapter, which we didn't put one page of it into it, that all this did not represent the collection of physical acquisitions. They were tools provided to the Yaakov by Hashem for the purpose of attaining Olam Haba. He gets Olam Haba. To get Olam Haba, you need certain things in Olam Haza. So whatever he got, he got it not under the umbrella of, it was an expense account. It's not his. It's an expense account from a Kavit to get what he needs to get to Olam Haba. Upon hearing this, that you can have wealth in this world as well, the, the next world, Asif is getting a little bit of, regrets this deal because he thought it was either Elam Haber or Elam Haza. He'd prefer Elam Haza. If you can get both, like, why not? Come on, you know. So Ace is upset about So, So the Ace says back, Nisamane Lecho. She said, My dear brother, let's reform our partnership. Reform it. Why don't I give you some Elam Haza? And you'll once again share the two worlds equally. Yaakov answers, No thanks. I'll get on fine. I do not want a portion of Elam Haza. Okay. Asa um, says back, Will you really get on fine? Aren't you afraid of the persecution I will visit upon you? How you deal with the pogroms and crusades, the inquisitions and the Holocaust? Don't you understand? All, the things, all of these things will befall you because you are the strangers. And everyone hates strangers. You're not a person. You don't belong here. And people don't like that. But if you join me, none of this will happen to you. You'll be one of the crowd. Would it be much nicer if you had a share in this world and not have to deal with all this hatred? 
<laughs> Yaakov responds and says that that would spell the ruination of my children. I cannot be mechanal them. I sit in sitting in I'll continue on alone. So there's a fascinating um, um, morale in the, in the series says that our tzaddikim, while the chassidim, while seeking him for basis to what places based over him, Bulgaria tzaddik v'leinu. So morale says. Tzaddikim, Chassidim, Zikdayam, Chobes, Yisrael, Petr, Tzavrev, these are all the leaders of Klai Yisrael. And then there's us. And there's the Geirim. Why, why do you mention the Geirim? So, Morel says what, what the, the word Geirim actually is the crux of the whole bracha. All of these people are Neshamadika people. Neshamadika people feel like Geirim in this world. They don't fit. The Tzaddikim, the Chassidim, the Zikdayam, Chobes, Yisrael, the Petr, Tzavrev, and the Gary Etzedek all don't fit. The Gary Etzedek doesn't fit because he, he feels, you know, in some way he came from outside, he doesn't fit, 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 fit 100%. But the Neshama, the Kayidin, people which their eager focus, the Lamhaba, the eager focus of the Neshama, don't fit in this world. They're, they're, that's true. But that's the point of Kalyas. So the point of Kalyas is we actually don't fit. And that's why we, part of not fitting is that we're resented by the by the world. It's a fascinating understanding. Um, so now, the Chazal said the more he, the, he says the fascinating thing, the more says that a person who, is, who benefits in this world without a bracha is, is to be stealing from a Kaddish Baruch So why don't God have a mitzvah to make a bracha? They have the same problem. Why is it only by Jews? Any person who benefits in this world without a broker is like, you steal it. Goyim are not allowed to steal. Right? The answer is that Goyim are given Olam Hazer. So they're not stealing. The only person was, uh, Christ wasn't given Olam Hazer. The whole right to Olam Hazer is because in some way that's going to be a vehicle to bring it to Olam Haba. But you take Olam Hazer just for yourself, not to wait to give him a broker, you're like, I got it. But the, the person who sees Olam Hazer as a vehicle to Olam Haba, I don't know, but so that's that that's that's first I'll give you an expense account. You, know, you, you need to be able to eat. But if you if you if it's only if you see Alam Haza as a vehicle. So he continues on with this, this thought. Um, go to the, the, the last page. Um, so the others have no share in Olam Haba? What? Do non-Jews have no share in Olam Haba? Non-Jew, Non-Jews do not have an automatic share in Olam Haba. They can earn it through a certain process. But Kaliso starts out with the Olam Haba, and then you can lose it. But you start out... Start out with it. You start out, that's really, that's, that's your foundation, and then we'll see how you play out. You know, where the Umas Arlam, they, that's not automatic. Okay, so he gives a muscle. On the last page, he gives a muscle. Suppose I have a number of dollars on hand. I believe these dollars are mine to be used, so I plan to spend them accordingly. Then I'm confronted with a poor person who asks for some of my dollars. Now the right thing to do is to help him, so I can kindly give him some of my dollars. I now have fewer dollars than I had before. 100 minus 1 is 99. This is elementary. But what if I knew the only reason why I had these dollars in the first place was to distribute them to poor people? 
In that case, giving from my dollars to the poor person would not detract from the sum total of my dollars at all. Rather, I would have gained one fulfilled dollar from uh, among 99 unfulfilled dollars. So the purpose of what I have is, is going to be definitional in how I relate to what's happening, how I'm, <coughs> I'm using Adam Hazar. This is true with anything that is designated to be mashpia, to influence and convey. Fulfilling its mission of hashpah does not make it one iota less for having done so. So Rehutner said, this is a, this is a different Rehutner. So Rehutner says, you know, the Shemana and Amishcha, Gazal said the Shemana and Amishcha, which was used to anoint the only candle in the base of, in the base of Mikdush, was made out of a, a certain amount of oil, 12 lug of oil, and after, even after anointing all of the things in the Mishkan and, the, and, the, and all of the Kahanim and all of the Malachim and all of the basic things, it never was diminished in Iota. It's still the full, the full 12, 12 Lug remained intact. Right? So he says, Rehutner comes along and says a fascinating idea. He says that the word Shemin relates to the word Shmini, Shmoina, same letter. He says, Shmoina represents something which is otherworldly. The Shemin of Mishra was here in this world that it was the vehicle to how to be mashbia from the the Olam Haba, the, the world of, of the Kedusha, into this world. That's, that's its vehicle. That's its purpose. See, even when you put the Shemin on the Kali, you can't say the Shemin was diminished because that's its purpose. If it's consumed, right? So if I tell you that the purpose of having Shemin in this world is it's going to affect this Kali and make it Kodesh, as soon as it makes it Kodesh, it's done what it's supposed to do. It still exists. That's its existence. Something which it's being used not for its purpose, is being consumed. Something which is being used for its purpose, its purpose is fulfilled. So that Chazal is saying that the, the Shemin still exists. So what the Chazal means it actually exists in, in, in physically the point that that's, a, that's a, a physical reflection of the spiritual reality that this thing, I don't know, but it came to its purpose. So that's, my, that's, that's what existence is about. Despite what has happened with the Hashanah Mishka, having no place in this, in this physical existence, its purpose is because it's a mission to impart Kedusha to those people and items that was used to anoint. As a Mashpia, the oil's Hashpah does not diminish its volume at all. It remained to look for the entire time it was, it was with us. Because that's its purpose. So with that he says, how does Avraham Avinu withstand the restoring of the Kedusha? Okay, let's go back to the fourth, the, the second last page. The answer is, why do you have children? I had a chaver uh, who um, <coughs> have, uh, he had multiple children were born with profoundly deaf. This person is a tremendous tamachacham. Of course, he had a dream for his children to become tremendous tamachacham. And obviously, born profoundly deaf, it's going to be very difficult. And he was. After one was born like that, the second was born like that, the third was born like that, he was devastated. He was just like wiped out, emotionally wiped out. Like, you know, it's difficult, the whole idea of, you know, in so many different ways it was, so he went to, to meet with Rebbe de Miller himself. So Rebbe de Miller was a straight shooter to the nth degree. Um, meetings with him were five minutes long. That, his time slots were five minutes. So you'd come and present your whole life's woe 
in four minutes, and he gives you an answer in the last 30 seconds. That's basically how it would happen. If you ever listen to his, his Thursday night, he used to give a Thursday night cheer on some topics, and then he would, then he would take questions on any topic from the floor. And he, he was, uh, uh, you know, his speed of coming up with an answer was, was mind-boggling, how, how clear he was and how quick he was. So he goes to Rabbi Dimeller, and he says, he told him his whole story, and he goes, answer the following, he says, people think they're in this world for their children. They're not. That was the whole answer. Boom. Ten words long. The answer to our question, how did Ramavino do this, lies that Ramavino was crystal clear understanding of the very same Hashem who gave him wealth was the one who gave him a child. Nothing is owed to, to him. Hashem, you gave me a child in the most miraculous way, and now you're asking for him back. Here he is. There's no question. He's not mine. He's yours. You want him back? Okay, so I'm giving him back. My life's mission is being destroyed. It's not my life's mission. It's your life's mission. It's your mission. The mission is to serve you. If you don't, this is what you want me to do. I'm serving you. Like, Ramavino's clarity of understanding what his purpose in this world was it doesn't make a difference that, that he is my son. It doesn't matter a whit what people will say. The, the ruination of my life's work toward, towards abolishing human sacrifice does not concern me in the least. All I have and all I have accomplished was only Hashem acting through me. If he now desires that I, do, that I undo it all, that is what I will do. Because that's what he wants. I, I'm, not the, I, I'm, I'm the worker here. I'm not the boss. Now, the vast majority of us obviously don't work like this. This is why he's a Romovino. That, you know, the way we're able to be motivated is because we feel, we feel pride in our accomplishments. But the same with the Roman didn't feel pride in his accomplishments. It wasn't about him. Pride in your accomplishments is about you. I am a vehicle for the Russian's presence to be found in this world. And whatever he tells you that's how it's supposed to happen, that's how it's supposed to happen. Uh, that, and that's it. Sometimes I once saw you over for Rizal Tauber. So the Chazal say that Veschanan el Hashem. So Chazal say that Mashrinu Davin Loshan Veschanan Loshan Mount Veschanan. He wanted a free. He wanted a free gift. So Chazidikim, even though they have in the, in in their they have. They have Torah and Maisim Torah, they only want Manas Chinam. He says, So why is that a Shevach of a Tzadik? It means you really could pay for it, but you wanted it free instead. So you're a dirty Jew. Like, you know, pay for it. <laughs> What's the mileage? I mean, Eschanan, Moshe Benu, wanted Manas Chinam. He didn't want to pay for it. He said, That's a mistake. Imagine, imagine a person is a multi, multi billionaire. And he lives in 1938, and he hears that Hitler wants to implement a final solution to destroy all the Jews in Europe. But he hears he's open to negotiations. He flies to Berlin, and he negotiates with Hitler. And he gives, Hitler agrees, when he gives him this sum of money, he will not kill the Jews. So given this sum of money, he sells every single business that he has. He sells all of his homes, all of his cars, all of his clothing, he's left 
He has, a, he has a shirt on his back, a pair of pants, no food, no money, homeless. But he saves six million people. He comes out, and he walks in the streets. He can't afford to pay to go back. He's walking the streets, and he hasn't eaten in a day, two days. He, hasn't, he, can't, he, can't buy, he can't buy anything. He's starving. So he turns his eyes heavenwards and he says, Hashem, you know, I mean, saving one Jewish life is like saving a world. I saved six million Jews. Breakfast, at least breakfast. I don't deserve breakfast. So not somebody says. So Hashem, you gave me the excuse to save not one Jewish life, which is like saving a whole world. You gave me the excuse to save six million lives. I can never pay you back. Because that opportunity to do such a, such a tremendous thing, you gave that to me. I owe you so much. I have, I'm, in, I'm indebted to you for the rest of my life. And that not one, but six million times. So I, I can't, I have no right to ask for anything from you. I owe you so much. But you know, you know, but I'm, you know, I am really hungry, wouldn't, and you're such a bad guy, so would you mind giving me breakfast also? That's what Moshe Rabbeinu was saying. Moshe Rabbeinu says, I was the person was, that you allowed me to be the vehicle to give Torah to Klai You allowed me to be the vehicle to, to take Klai out of Mitzrayim. I can't pay you back. If I lived a million years, I couldn't pay you back. I should ask, I, I, I have Susan, I have what to pay with, I have nothing to pay with. I don't know, but the more exclusive I have, the more means that the Russian gave me gave me exclusive. So I owe Kodesh Baruch more. But you know, would you, you're about Chesed. Would you mind letting me go there to Israel? That's where Talbert Peshta the Pshat in the Chazal. So I had this order that it's Pasha Pshat in the Chazal. It's Pasha. Once you hear it, you say, "Oh my gosh, that's Pshat." But to think of it, you have to think like that. Right? If you don't think like that, you know, you think, well, I could, I could accomplish, you know. You just don't, you don't, see, you don't see the board. The person who said, oh my gosh, wow, look at, the Russian was so nice to me, he gave me opportunities. It's not me, it's a government borough. So the Russian says, I accomplished. The Russian made me, allowed me to be the vehicle for Kiddush Hashem in this world, mind-boggling way. That the world, the not my, not my Kiddush Baruch and now Ramavito put the Russian's name in, in the mouth of all of all, the whole world. I have tainas. <laughs> I owe something. Russian, you know, you're taking my son away. Like, you know, explain to me. You know, I, it's not fair. You know, my life's work. Rabbi says, what? what? I, I don't have anything. I'm just a vehicle. That's the biggest eternal stranger that's possible. That there's nothing in the story which he saw was his. So with that, let's see the beginning of the piece. We know that Roman was tested with ten Nisirnas. Um, so, what, what do they have in common? The Pirkei of Eliezer, Mufaratim, Asar, Ten Nisirnas. The Pirkei of Eliezer goes to the ten Nisirnas. Those actual Machlok is what they are. Bechut Hashanah, however, Ben Em, who Echod, Hakrobus, Chorizus, Venishnas. He had to be, he had to give up. He was put in jail. He lost his freedom. He gave up his freedom for Kodesh Baruch 
Nisan Hashani was Vitor Chayyim. He had to give up his life to go into the Kivshan Eish. And Nisan Hashlishi was Lech Lecha. You have a home, you have a family, you have a name, you have a reputation, you have money. Give it all up for a Kodesh Baruch. She was taken away, that was the fourth. So the Rosh wants to, he should lose his wife. He has to throw his son out. He's giving up his life, he's giving up his freedom, he's giving up his, his, his reputation, he's giving up his, his family, he's giving up his wife, he's giving up his kid. Take everything away from him. And how are you going to react to it? Fine. Giving up his, not Yishmael, but Yitzchak. So this is not just his child, but he knows this This is it. He's gone. There's no future. He's giving up his whole purpose in life. For Hashem. Laman Hashem. We don't find that the account of Nisyanus by Yitzchak Yaakov. Obviously, there's always challenges. But Ramavino, this is definitional that he had Nisyanus. Everybody has Nisyanus. Because I'll never talk about the Nisyanus of, of Yitzchak and Nisyanus of Yaakov. But they do by Avramon. Means by, the, the point of the Nisyanus is helps us understand what Avram's role was. It's a Mahuti. Okay? Now, so let's ask a different question. Right? Okay. It sounds pretty like a very, very austere religion. Throw it all away for God, right? A Gnostic life, some type of some, you know, some mountaintop, you know, eating water, dry bread, you know, sitting there with your legs crossed, and counting your beads, right? Like that is that what? 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 what, what, what what's the point over here? Rehu Rav Chesed, is a loving father. Lama who his men the peaceful shall Rama Vino he spent years shabbat some armistoy ayukadosh baruch hu alchayim give up right why shelos loish nakas kabono and after and after the yidroshim the shelos shall Rama Vino of a half of yeshlona he's married years lo pishutos we have things we have to deal with alchayim as mezanim lo nukshishim we have difficulties makadosh baruch hu rotsim why is he doing that why is it important to that we should have to have difficulties? <coughs> What's the point of this whole thing? Right, Russia is a is a mate, he's a bar chesed. He could have made like life really cushy and and and, and gushmad. Right, but no, no, no. There's part of our word is that, that you have to be able to give up for kadosh baruch Like, what's the point? Okay. Um, Go to the beginning next page. The Ramban says that the point of an Isoyan, um, 
is to take something inside of a person and bring it to, bring it to fruition. As I mentioned in the moment, what's different? You translate Nisoyin as a test. The Bechina is also a test. What's different between the Bechina and the Nisoyin? So the Malvin says that a Bechina is testing you on that which already was. You learned something, I'm testing you, well, how, what, what did you learn? And Nisoyin is testing you how you will react in something you never dealt with before. It's new. Now obviously, the way you're going to react is because there's something inside of you which has the ability to react to this, but it's never been, it's never been actu- uh, actualized until this moment. I once told the book, of guy was going to take a, te- uh, take a, take a bechina. I said, I hope your bechina is a bechina, not, not in Yisrael. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I hope that you've been tested on things you, that you, you've already dealt with before, you've already learned, you know. But, no, I never dealt with this before, I never learned this before. So, so you're taking a Yisrael, not a bechina, right? So, what's the purpose of this world? The Russian wants that we should get Schar Berlam Haba. Schar Berlam Haba is Sadiqim, is Chazal say he's, an, he's Angus Al Kibbas Hashem, the pleasure of being close to Kaddish Borofu. Beleno Akka Kashalam Al Havinas Oitzmashal Hamasikas to Bakibas Hashem. Here in this world, we don't really appreciate how wonderful that's going to be. Abelam Elyon Ator, Zunosh, Ein Ma Shi Yishwala. The Mishnah says, that the Gishmak of Elam Haba of one of, of Sha'achas is greater than all the pleasure of the whole world put together. So you don't understand exactly what that means. Um, um, just to maybe a, a very, very, very weak analogy that there's pleasures, which are pleasures, and then there's pleasures which are a state of contentment, which is deep inside of the person. Now, a person has a geschmack, a meal, right? that, that's a physical pleasure, which is, it's sudden, and then it's gone. Then there are certain things which give a person pleasure, which sticks with him. A person in a relationship with somebody that they really care about they just enjoy being together. It's not like the major hoopla, but it's deep, deep inside of the person. I gave you the marshal that said, if you go to a chasa and you see there's, two, there's some couple sitting on the head table. So there's the chasa and the kala, obviously are very excited to be together, etc. And then there's the, the great-grandfather and the great-grandmother of the chasa and kala sitting there. You know, they're married 65 years, you know. Right? There's no jumping up and down for multiple reasons. You know, like, you know, but, right? But there's a state of contentment that they have. A relation, the depth of the relationship is so powerful because they've been through thick and thin together and they, and they enjoy being with each other. It's just, it becomes part of who they are. And it's a state of contentment. That's the difference between Simcha and Sosin. Simcha is that deep state of contentment being together. Sosin is the, the rejoicing, the excitement, etc. the garden says. The, the, the pleasure we have of being together with such an individual is deep, deep inside of who we are. With the Kodesh Baruch it's that type of pleasure, and that's very pleasurable. It just, it permeates your whole being. It, it defines how you relate to everything. So it's, it's not eating lunch, not having a geschmack of steak, because 
That's that, that, that is the geschmack of the moment. You keep doing it again and again and again. It's not exciting anymore. Because it's not, it's not really pleasurable. It's just, it's the excitement of getting it which is, is the pleasure. It's the salsa which is the pleasure. The guy has the same, has the same steak again and again. Right? I, I like tuna fish. I do. I like, like tuna fish. I have tuna fish for lunch every single day. Because of my diet. That's basically what I, I've been eating tuna for lunch for the last 50 years. That's my lunch. Right, I enjoy it. It's not. I'm not excited about it. <laughs> wow! Oh my gosh! Tuna fish! Look at that! Who would have thought? Right? You know, it just doesn't. I mean, some people can't even, can't imagine how the world used to stick to the same lunch every single day for fifty years. That's a different issue, right? But you know, but it must be the tuna. I really have a deep connection. That's what it is. Right? <laughs> so. He says, but how do you get this star? How do you get that? How did this couple get there? They didn't get there by focusing on what they want to get out of the relationship. They got there by what they're going to put into the relationship. What they're willing to give up for that relationship. And therefore they have a relationship. Because Brooks says, I, I want you to be close to me. And that's going to be the greatest pleasure you could ever, ever, ever imagine. But till you take that desire that you have in you to be close to me, and you actualize it, you can't really connect to me. That's the point of giving up in this world because of Baruch That every time you do that, what you're doing is you're saying, every time the, the husband wants to go to bed, instead he goes and takes care of something for his wife, he's not giving up. He's investing in the relationship. He's connecting. But if the purpose in life was that he wants to go to sleep, he's giving up. He's giving up, and he's giving up, and he's giving up, and giving up, and eventually he gets, gets frustrated. But if he says, that's not my purpose, is to go to sleep, my purpose is to develop the relationship, you know, at the moment, I might grumble a little bit, because that's part of being Jewish, as you quench, right? But deep down, he understands that this is, this is valuable. This is putting dollars in the bank. This is building the relationship. Rabban Ravarish and Isaiah Huam had so many in the Kerkel of Poyo, Moshe Megil, the Misnasa, Scarb Irsa Godel. What does that mean? As you do it, you bring out this, you, you, the latent potential becomes actualized. For Omer, Shakal Busak Scar, who Abetsam, his son was Pinimius, Shadam Zerkalo, Ayale, Ashkosa, Bavaris Hashem. Each time you pass in Yisrael, you come, you move yourself higher on the Elam Haba scale. The fact that you do it moves you. Okay. So back door, sir. And he started he loyamida bimivkan el alias madrega. The point of an historian is not passing a test. The point of an historian is moving the, the chess piece closer. That's the point of an historian. This is why Ramavinu. 
And how, what does it do for us? Avraham Avinu is, is, is starting a whole new, he's creating a whole new way to look at the world. That this is the purpose of the world. That the purpose of the world is to connect the Kodesh world. That's Avraham Avinu's Kiddush. The purpose of the world is not this world. This world is a vehicle for something bigger. So the Russian says, okay, that's, that's, if you, that's what you understand. I'm going to help you in, in, internalize and actualize that understanding. I'm going to ask you to give away Olam Hazet. Because the point isn't Olam Hazet. The point is Olam Hava. So are you willing to give away your child? Are you willing to give away your wife? Are you willing to give away your money? Are you willing to give away your reputation? Are you willing to give away, what are you willing to give away? But are you really giving it away? What you're really doing is like, it's the dollar. I'm redefining what the purpose of this world is. So, then the day, the, the world becomes, as opposed to a world which ends when a person dies, I take it with me. They say from the Vilna God before he was nifter, he said that um, he was crying. So I asked him, why is he, somebody, you know, what's he crying about? He says, I'm leaving a world where for a few coins I can go out and buy a pair of scissors and put on a baggage, which is equivalent of all of the tiring mitzvahs. So I can, and I'm going to a place you cannot, with, with all the money in the world, you can't get any more mitzvahs. Just, it's done. The acquisition period is over. Elam has is, the, 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 the purpose of it is, 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 is the, to create eternity. And it's a fascinating thing. I, I think it's one of the most extraordinary chassadim of the Baruch a dollar is a very finite thing, a very physical thing, a very finite thing. It's a dollar, look, you know, it's money. It's, it's, what, I can go to a store and spend a dollar and buy a little tchotchkele and give it to somebody and put a smile on their face. The smile on their face is something much more than the physical thing. It's, it's the world of neshama. Of, of so I can translate physical things into neshama things. That's the kiddush of this world. It's an extraordinary world. So I didn't give up the dollar. <coughs> I, I took the dollar and I made it into something a billion times more valuable. I really understood that. I'm not giving up. I'm, I'm, and now the Russian says, once you understand that that's the purpose of this world, so whatever you have in this world is not going to distract you from that purpose. Just say, hey, you can have it all, because it'll help you get there. But if this world's going to distract you from the point, you can't have it. It's, it's bad for you. That's the Yaakovino's Keshkut. If, if the reason why we have something is a vehicle to, to, to generate something greater, and we'll use it responsibly, uh, the, the more the merrier. But if it's going to be distracted to make you focus on what, what this world, it's detrimental to you. Um, okay, so he says, He gave up. The message was, it's not his. It's all for Kodesh Baruch Hu. Kodesh Baruch writes this, the wants them, I give it. Now, what's the Russian saying? 
It's hard. Giving the things which are dear to you is not easy. We say, I'm willing to give up for a Kaddish Baruch Hu. I'm willing to be servile. I'm willing to, you know, Laman Hashem, I will take, I will deal with the difficulty. It's not, it's not giving up, it's, it's giving. The guy who says, you know, I'm giving up my sleep for my wife. He's not getting it. You're giving to her your sleep. You're not giving up. The fellow says, I'm giving up my sleep. He's, he's, not, he's not fully, deep down, he's not fully, there's a certain element of him that says, it's about me, not about my wife. Which, understandable. We're not holding with that madrega. We're mavatim, 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 mavatim. But it pays, there's a price for it, though. The relationship doesn't grow through that miser. And sometimes it, it does the opposite. So, you, you can understand, it's, 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 you know, almost like shlovi shmo, shmo, like, you know. Now, he, he's, he says this next point is that the Russian, he, everything that Romano gave up, he got, he got back in a greater fashion. He gave up his land, he got Eretz Yisrael. Right? He gave up his freedom, and he, 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 he got a freedom from this world that nobody, nobody else walked around. This world didn't contain him anymore. He got his he 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 got his wife back with with cover malachim. Everything ended up getting back greater. He never lost because of it. But if he would do it in order to gain, he's still about himself. He, he then he would lose. So what does it do for us? Nicer. Page Lamadalev. Arbalek of Efshel, the Havik, and Repressions, who shall meet a Benisiris. There's a lot of different lessons you can take out. Kalech of the Chai of Yeshir. Of Miskarazu, Nisak of Rakal Pradazer, Akram, and Nisar and Gadol shall have Rubino, Kedis Yitzchok. With the rain on Nisar and Gadol, Gidol Abonim, Oyabonus, who are Echem and Nisiris Akashim. Raising children nowadays is a hard thing. Talking to Bachram over here. Haram Rabim, he was talking to Yuvalite. He said to him, Yuladim, Shayardim, Yaderich, Cholaki, Sulagami, Rahmali, sons. The parents, the children are going off the Derich. Maybe Shurim, Rusism, and the parents are devastated. The Ram Karam, Mibli Mesim, the Palmim Kerfayan, Mamish Loba Ashmasar. Wasn't their fault. There's, they don't even realize it's happening. Next thing you know, that's where they're at. It's so difficult. Normally, so after the kid is going off the derech. You give him, get him a job. What is kapayim? He's, he's physical labor. That's and then he keeps it. Says he's not going to learn. He's not going to be a big tzaddik. He's not gonna, uh, very very simple guy. That's his chance to stay stay frum, stay normal, etc. Not get involved in drugs, etc. The father, 
Avrech Yoker Omo Vater Bechol Kaifer. It's a person who mamers sits alone day and night. Avrili Im Demos Beinov. Vazel Kolkak Koshli. It's so hard. That wasn't my dream. Anilo Mesugal Akshavu. I can't even think of this. So what the Marshal want from this, this father? Makarish Baruch Hu Emes Reitzah Meharazah. Russian wants the following statement. This, my children are the most valuable thing that I have. They're the, the dearest thing I have in my life. And I had dreams for them. And it's not about me or my dreams. It's about what you, what you want. That's what Russian wants him to say. It's, 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 it's deep down, it's the same point. The Bershom's Rotson is, I'm accepting it in the most, in the deepest spot of my heart that it touches. There's not me in him, it's a keyboard. My life is his. There's his children also. And if he decides it's good for them, well, who am I to say otherwise? And that brings the Bereshim Sa'orah. This is his, his application of it. Fascinating, you know, he deals with this a lot. This is, you see, we know why that ended up being the, the place where he went with that. Um, but but uh, I, I think it's, going back to the, um, just the amounts of, like, this idea, of we're sitting in the country, and, and, and we're we partially like, you know, where is the world? Right? Seventy years ago, seventy years ago, seventy years ago, walked out and said, "Never again." And now doing it again. Like the world stands against Klal It's because we relate to the world differently than everybody else. The Muslims, I, 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 it's mind-boggling to me. You know, they have Messias Nefesh. They're willing to give up their life what they believe in to get the reward. And what's the reward? 72 virgins. I, 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 I can't grasp such a thought process. It's, you want to know why in the world there's such mushkasin? If they're Elam Haba, is Elam Hazer, so what do you want from them? Like that's their dream. The dream is Eilam Hazer multiplied by seventy-two. That's that's the, that, that that's and they show oh we see we're 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 special. I, I, the whole thing is weird to me. It's just it's, it's weird from beginning to end. I remember Rashiva of Chaim, of Chaim Stein, which tells Rashiva. I 
I don't know exactly when it was. One of the rants from Iran, from Khomeini, he said a scary line. Shiva Khan was like, Mama, it's a tracel. He says, we're going to have power over, over you because we have sneers and you don't have sneers. And there's a power of sneers. That's what he said. You have the power of, of, of modesty and with that we will win over you. And Shiva Khan, I remember when it was, was that, when the, uh, it wasn't in a public setting, it was in a private, like a, it was a smaller setting. Shiva Khan was mamish and pachas. You know. He's trying to murder a kitra against us in Shemayim. That was what Shiva Khan said. He's, try, he's trying to murder, he's doing this in order to murder a kitra against Klaiyasa in Shemayim, and she should have, be able to, to, to destroy Klaiyasa. That's what Shiva Khan said. Shiva Khan was, you know, there was a lot of different things, situations where Shiva Khan would like, had these insights, uh, just like what, what one crazy Misa. So it tells a very mock bit about you're going to Chassas, you're going, you're going to Cleveland to New York for a Chassna. I mean, Cohen everybody got married in New York. Most of the married, you know, the girls were in New York, get married in New York. They only live out of where I live, live to Bochum, not to Bochum go. 12 Bochum usually was the number. Two car loads of six guys each. And you had 36 hours. It's a ten hour, eight ten hour drive to New York. You have thirty six hours. You could either leave the morning of the chasna, sleep overnight, and drive back the next day, or you could leave the night before the chasna, drive through the night, have a day in New York, and then drive back after after the chasna the following night. So you have thirty six hours. Like that was the way. Yeah, that was the whole thing. I don't know. There was I forgot the, the situation. We asked about traveling. When she comes, we should leave after first seder. After first Seder, there's two cars. One car didn't listen. I said, you know what, I don't like that. We'll leave right after church. We'll leave in the morning. We'll go in the morning. It was the middle of the winter in Pennsylvania. Second car left. And they got somewhere in the middle of Pennsylvania. And there was a tractor trailer, an 18-wheeler jackknifed across Interstate 80. It didn't for the last three, hours, three and a half hours. And the car was left before first Seder. was sitting there in the traffic waiting. And when they, the second car got there, that's when they finished pulling out the, the, the tractor trailer and they were able to pull on and move on. Like that, these things happen with Shiva all the time. It was like, you know, this was just like standard operating procedure with Shiva. So when he said that, like, we, I mean, it was, it was, I, he was mom, agitated. He was like, it's nervous. He's trying to make a kitchen against something. So I think myself, like, I don't get it. He believes in the same Quran as they believe, right? So Tzniyas, if you, that's your picture of Elam don't give me sneers. Like, that's not sneers. You're home, you're, you're behema, claiming that you're snua. So the more it says that, you know, the chatulim are, 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 are have, have sneers. Sure, yeah. But the Mr. Behema. I, 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 I really think of myself, like, like I, I can't wrap my head around this. He's claiming he's a tsunua. Like, you're not reading what you've written in your books? And our Elam we're not anti-Elam Hazer. We have Mitzvah on Shabbos. But the Mitzvah on Shabbos is when a person sits down to Shabbos and a person says, I feel a Kodesh Baruch's presence because he created the world. The, the, the pleasure that I have, physical, is enhancing my, the, the, the feeling of his presence and his love. Because I understand that the, the food he's given me is also from him. That's the bracha. 
I, I, I tell you this most before we're getting, getting late, you know. But um, not getting late, it is late. Um, the Rosalic writes that that when a person eats on uh, eats on Shabbos, the Rebbe Shabbos, he's, he's tasting a Kodesh Baruch So I, I I gave the following motion. You've heard from me before. The Chavri Yeshiva came to Yeshiva from Australia. His parents were survivors. Each one lost their family they, in the war. And they met after the war and they married and they had one child. So this is a this is a, a single child, only child of survivors. We remember survivors, right? You know, but their their family was the most dearest thing they ever had. They did that they should have a continuity. They should have a future. They should that they they had wiped the world was wiped out, and there should be another generation. That's the most precious thing that they had. They wanted their son to be a Talmud Chacham. They were living in Sydney, Australia. They put him on a plane and they sent him to Tel Yeshiva. They couldn't afford to bring him home. He did not go home for four years. Then, as long as he would go to visit, he had relatives in New York. His father came once during the four years to visit. He spent the Shabbos in Yeshiva. His mother had not seen him for four years. In those days, a long distance call to Australia was about $9 a minute. You can't even talk about these words. It doesn't mean anything to anybody. It was $9 a minute. He called home twice a year. Called home before Shoshana and before Pesach. He wrote letters every week. He wrote them letters, they wrote him letters back. And that was every week he would write letters to home. Now, that was going on in his life. You know, with Yeshiva, how's Yeshiva going? He sent it, mail it out. The parents would mail him a letter back. And this was his contact with the kid. After four years, he's going home. His mother's going to see him. She, a mother's love. A mother who's a survivor. It's the only son, only child. Mother's going to see him after four years. She's going to make him Suda Shlomo Mashaita. He sits down and he eats the piece, his favorite, his favorite dish that his mother made for him with all. What's he going to taste? He doesn't taste the dish. He tastes, tastes four years of his mother's longing to see him. That's what he tastes. That's how you eat Shabbos. You don't taste the physical thing. You taste the Kodesh Baruch Hu's love. Taste the Kodesh Baruch Hu. You eat an apple. And you, Russia made this gorgeous, delicious thing for me. Because he wants to give to me. He wants, wants that I should feel his presence. So when I use an apple like that, that apple stays forever. Golden Mahab, and I have apples. Right? Golden apples, whatever it is. Okay, we're listening.